Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 242 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us today as we continue with our study of August the 24th to August 30th, covering Helaman 7 to 12, Remember the Lord. And today we are covering off Helaman chapter 11, in which there's a couple of points from the family scripture study and family home evening sections, uh, which covers a few parts of Helaman 11. So we're going to have a look at those today. Uh, and uh, first of all, uh, let's start with where Nephi is at. Uh, we know that the people are, are being wicked and that Nephi has been given the sealing power of the priesthood, as we learned yesterday. And so today he asks in verse 4, O Lord, do not suffer that this people shall be destroyed by the sword, but O Lord, rather let there be a famine in the land to stir them up in remembrance of the Lord their God, and perhaps they will repent and, and turn unto thee. Now, first of all, um, this prayer, because uh, we're asked to look at the prayer, that, the prayers that Nephi gives, gives in this section of verses 1 to 16, uh, it is completely focused on the Lord. It is calling down the powers of heaven. He is referring to the Lord often in his prayer. And how, how many times sometimes do we sometimes get lost in our thoughts as we say our prayers? But doing what Nephi did and referring to the Lord often may help us focus these prayers. What I also notice is that he asks for a famine. And if you look at this verse without context, it looks like that Nephi is directing the Lord what to do to help these people repent. However, if you remember... Back in Helaman chapter 10, when the Lord gives him the sealing powers, um, he refers to there being um, or him having the power to smite the earth with famine and with pestilence in verse six of Helaman chapter 10. So he has listened to the Lord's direction and counsel. He has looked at where, at where his people are up to, and then he has asked for the guidance and power of the Lord to do what he promised him in verse t- in chapter 10. So Whilst we should obviously seek to do and seek to find ways to solve our problems ourselves, we should listen to the direction of the Lord because he will often give us the answers in in ways that we don't imagine. Uh, And so I think that is important to remember. Uh, In verse 10 of Helaman chapter 11, uh, we see that this famine is having such a great impact on the people uh, that uh, they ask Nephi, um, or they rather, the people ask the judges to say unto Nephi um, to call upon the Lord that they are repenting. Um, now, first of all, before we go into Nephi's prayer, when he asked the Lord to take the famine away, I want to point out that this famine will have had an impact on not just the wicked, but also Nephi himself and, and perhaps other righteous people that lived in the land roundabout. We do know that there were some that were converted from the recent event of the chief judge being murdered. And so it will have had an effect on these people as well. So let's just be careful that our choices, um, the ones that are not so good, do not have an impact on other people. For those are the times we really need to repent as well. Um, In verse 10 of Helaman chapter 11, uh, we see him beginning this prayer. And he says, O Lord, repeatedly in verse 10, verse 11, verse 12, verse 13, verse 14, verse 15, and verse in verse 16 twice. Um, Ronald D. Anderson explained this, quote, According to Robert Alter, repetition of a word or phrase is one of the most common literary devices used in the narrative of the Bible. Martin Buber noted this stylistic element and called it a Leitwörter, a German word meaning leading words, guide words, or theme words. Repetition of the phrase, O Lord, reminds the reader that Nephi is praying to the Lord, even pleading with him for his people, close quote. 
And so this picks out the first element uh, that I want to pick out from Nephi's prayers, prayer in this sense is that he is pleading with the Lord. He's putting his full energy and effort into this prayer for his people because he doesn't want to see them suffer any more than the Lord does. And so he is pleading with the Lord that he will now remove that famine for they have now started to repent. Um, and they have swept away the band of Gadianton from amongst them, that they have become extinct, uh, which is you know, a, a very important part of this process, that they had removed all evil from amongst them, for the time being at least. Uh, and then also something that I picked out from this prayer is that it's just got great humility in it um, and gratitude for his previous listenings to him. In verse 15, he says, Yea, O Lord, and thou seest that they have repented because of the famine and of pestilence and destruction which has come unto them. So he recognises what the Lord has done for him so far, and he asks now that the Lord listens to him once more in his humble prayer. Um, we can learn a lot from Nephi here about how we say our prayers and how we focus and what we need to do in our prayers to have them to be the most effective. Uh, and so let us not get to the stage where we have to receive a famine to uh, have a prayer said for us. Let us uh, keep connected to the Lord through our prayers that we will be able to receive his guidance. Um, so that is a big chunk of this chapter. But I do want to deal with something else that happens. So the Lord turns his anger away in the 70 and 6th year. Uh, and he causes that rain should pour, falls upon the earth. Uh, the people were, were happy. And they, and in verse 18 and 19, there's a really important principle is, that we need to learn as well. It says, And behold, the people did rejoice and glorify God. And the whole face of the land was filled with, with rejoicing. And they did no more seek to destroy Nephi, but they did esteem him as a great prophet and a man of God, having great power and authority given unto him from God. And behold, Lehi, his brother, was not a whit behind him as to things pertaining to righteousness. Now, here, uh, this is an imp another important point, and we have dealt with this point before, really, when we were talking about Captain Moroni. There's a lot of focus at the end of Alma on Captain Moroni, but then we remember there were other people, such as Helaman and his brothers, Shiblon and Carianton, uh, who were great people and not spoken of so much. Lehi, uh, the brother of Nephi, is another, another example of this. He is not referred to much in these chapters, but Mormon seems important to point out that Lehi, his brother, was not a wit behind him. Um, and, you know, this is important for us to remember uh, because there are many of us, perhaps, that will not, you know, get any much recognition for what we do uh, in, in righteousness in this life. D. Ogden Kelly and Andrew C. Skinner uh, said, quote, Lehi is relegated to the wings, as it were, while his brother Nephi is the main actor on the stage of this part of history. So it was with Sam, brother of the earlier Nephi, and so it was centuries later with Hiram Smith, while his brother Joseph took centre stage. President Howard W. Hunter counselled, if you feel that much of what you do does not make you very famous, take heart. Most of the best people who ever lived weren't very famous either. Serve and grow faithfully and quietly. Close quote. I think it's important for us to remember that the ultimate goal in life is to not receive recognition. And whilst there may be many people like Joseph Smith, and like Nephi, the brother of Sam, and Nephi, the brother of Lehi, whilst there are many people who are recorded and recognised and and praised for the work that they have done, we must also remember, as President Howard W. Hunter said, that there are many people who do many things, uh, and we don't really know them about them very much. Um, and so 
We need to remember that the recognition in this life is not important, but the blessings that will come in the hereafter. Focusing on God, connecting with him and building our strength with him. And actually, as we come to a close of this study session, I do want to share one quote that I've um, been uh, blessed with recently, uh, which is about, you know, this idea of this life isn't about to get that recognition. But as we continue to work and grow and develop ourselves, that is what we need to do. That is what we need to focus on. It was given by John Hilton III in his, in his book, The Founder of Our Peace. And he said, quote, because Jesus Christ is the founder of peace, the most significant thing we can do is to, to, to find more peace in our lives is to deepen our relationship with him, close quote. That is the goal. That is the focus of this life. By whatever means necessary, through our faith, through repentance, through renewing our covenants with him and feeling the gift of the, and feeling the promptings of the spirit, we can receive that guidance and direction in life. And that is what is going to help us. However, unfortunately for the people, as we get toward the end of um, chapter 11, after one, two years of peace, um, d- 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 contention start to come. The next year, there's much strife, uh, but it's mainly about doctrine and re- and they still receive revelations. But then in the 80th year, there's some dissenters, there's murders, and then suddenly they they find they begin to seek out the secret plans of Gadianton and become Gadianton robbers. And we're back to that stage a couple more years later where they are back within that pride cycle. Uh, and so we'll find out what happens in, this, in the next chapter tomorrow. We'll have a bit of a pause uh, by Mormon himself, just lamenting the, the, this, this cycle that these people have got themselves in that we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks. Thank you very much for listening to the study today. Really appreciate you taking your time. Please do share, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it'd be great if we could have more people following on Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with, with Come Follow Me Facebook group, where you can share what you've been studying and you can email LDS Study Session if you've got some feedback or if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>